Can you put all the butter in the bowl? In this bowl? Yeah. You're listening to the Isolation Podcast. I'm Elle. And I'm Michael. Uh, you probably just heard, well, you probably, you did just hear, unless you fast forwarded exclusively to this bit, um, us making some New York style chopped chip cookies. It's a recipe that you've made a few times before, darling. Yes, because I um, I copied down the recipe from a YouTube video because <laughs> there was no written recipe available from a um, a British baker bakery. Um, oh yeah, the old British no. baker bakery. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, they went on a trip to New York, and there's these famous chocolate chip cookies from. Levain Bakery in New York. Apparently, people line up for hours to get one of these thick, kind of um, chunky, soft, mm. chewy mm. cookies. I've not been there, but we've but made this recipe a few times, and it's almost as if we have well, been there. Well, yes, because you've made them a few times, and they've always been anything very to go good. by. Yeah, I did overcook them once, and they're the only time we've had them bad. So really. They weren't even bad that time. No. No, look, they, they weren't bad. They were actually still quite good. Um, yeah, so they're, they're in the freezer now, aren't they? Yes, because they need to freeze for a couple of hours before you bake them so that they remain thick and don't sort of spread out and flatten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a nice... They're a thick boy. They're a big, thick boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. If if you could thick um, with a triple C, thick with a triple C. Did you just say? Yeah. Thick. Okay. And cool. Uh, so what? It's like the first episode. We're a bit, mm. we're a bit rusty. Maybe slowly figuring out the best way to get into this old thing. Yeah, I mean, you might be rusty. I'm shiny, brand new on the podcast scene. Yeah, look, that's true. That's true. And I think you have easily uh, outdoing me <laughs> so far. No doubt that. I mean, yeah. Um, so in addition to making these cookies, we've been doing some other baking, as has everybody in this time. Yeah, you so know, everyone we... and their mother is making sourdough. Except for us. Except for us. Yes, we are yet to embark on the sourdough journey but I want to make my own starter, and that is a, mm. some effort. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want to make sourdough. I want to make bread, because I love bread. Uh, shout out to Bread Club in North Melbourne, oh. though. <laughs> we love Bread Club. Yes. <laughs> Sponsor us, Bread Club, please. <laughs> <laughs> For all your isolation needs, Bread Club in North Melbourne. There we go. I've even oh. done an ad for you. Oh, uh, that won't happen. Just, but please do. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so we are yet to embark on the sourdough bread making journey that a lot of people yeah. and their dogs have been doing. Um, 
but we have been making, or you've recently embarked on the scone journey, the journey yeah. to scondom. No, yes. that doesn't sound right. Um, but you've been using a CWA recipe? Well, no, it's not like oh. an official CWA oh, recipe. Yeah. But Muriel, who the recipe is from, oh, she is a, a member of the CWA. Yes. Um, and it's I think it's it's a bit of a cheats scone recipe. There's no rubbing butter into flour. None of the sort of tricky... It's not tricky, but, you know, labour-intensive mm. um, stuff. It's just flour, cream, and lemonade. Ooh. Which I, I purchased all of the ingredients at Aldi. <laughs> so it was a bargain scone <laughs> recipe too. Uh, Aldi, for, for all your cheap needs, sponsor us Aldi. No. Um, so, yeah, we've been making scones. Uh, we've, been, we've been kind of trying our hand at pasta. Yeah, we've been um, we've made a few different types of pasta. We have a a lovely machine given to me uh, by some friends for my thirtieth birthday. Yes. And yeah, we've been rolling out pasta. We've made some ravioli and some fettuccine. Mm. Both of which were the fettuccine was especially good. Yes. Perhaps because it was easier to make. Um, the ravioli was was very good. Very big. <laughs> yeah, very it was big. a little bit uneven. <laughs> we, um, well, I should say I did, made them quite large. It, yeah. was, it was our first time filling them and it sounds yeah. like I'm very domineering in the kitchen. <laughs> like all of these stories are about me. What have you been baking? I just follow your lead. <laughs> No, but you know what? All of the food you've been making, and I say this sincerely, <laughs> and I know I'm trying to make make up for it a bit, has been so good. It's been so delicious. Even my pasta the other night, which yes. is usually your forte. Yeah. Not yeah. Dear listener, my pasta sauce is to die for. Yeah. It's, I mean, I did... It's pretty good. It's not to die for, but it's pretty good. It's very I'll, good. It's lovely. easily matched. Yeah, I did send quality. a broadcast over the Google Home saying, come down, dinner's almost ready, there's lots of things happening. And then you came in and I was just overwhelmed with the water and the sauce and the oven and just it was all happening. And then you nearly blew up the house by leaving the gas on. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually much more <laughs> careful. I know, I know. I mean, clearly the pressure of emulating <laughs> <laughs> the Michael quality pasta sauce mm. was was just too much. It but was. it wasn't because the pasta was delicious. The sauce you made was delicious. Thank you. But, you know, they're big shoes to fill. Yeah, size 12. No, size <laughs> you 11. You big liar. <laughs> size 11, still. Size big 12 with a sneaker. <laughs> Um, so I thought it'd be a good idea to actually run through this New York style uh, chocolate chip cookies recipe, <laughs> um, you know, because I think, I think we kind of followed the recipe. Yeah, we mostly do. I modified it a little bit from um, the original. Yeah. Um, just to make it a little less 
tedious. Yeah, yeah. So what 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 are the ingredients that you start off with? Okay, so you need the original recipe said 400 grams of chocolate. I think we roughly use about 3 to 320 grams of chocolate just because I don't know, whatever we have in the cupboard, really. And I think we've been using milk because there is quite a bit of chocolate in there. Sometimes if it's all dark, it's too much. Yeah. Um, Then you need 230 grams of cold butter cubed, 160 grams of caster sugar, 160 grams of brown sugar, 200 grams self-raising, and 300 grams plain flour. But I have also just used all plain flour. Or all self-raising. Yeah. Because flour is so bloody hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite nice that you can just (laughs) use whatever. I've used whole wheat flour too, and that's Mm. been fine. Yeah. I guess you could use some some flour alternatives. Yeah. I think you could. Definitely like, I wouldn't maybe do all buckwheat or something. It might be a bit No, no. But you could definitely do a mix. Whatever you like. Like, I just think, throw it in. Um, quarter teaspoon salt, quarter teaspoon baking soda, two teaspoons baking powder, and two large eggs. Mm. Our eggs today were a little bit small. <laughs> so the the mixture was quite dry. So we yeah. just added some soy milk, but you could add extra milk. You could add water. You could add some melted butter. It's a bit of liquid. Yeah. Bring it together. But it is quite a dry mix anyway. You kind of smush it together rather than beat it into submission, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how you don't actually do a lot of mixing. No. When it's and in the, the mixer. Yeah, and the order of the mixing is quite different too to sort of maintain this sort of fluffy, chunky cookie. Because mm. normally mm. with, you know, baking, you mix all the wet together, all the dry together, then add that together and mix. This is kind of almost a bit backwards. Yeah. Really. But to keep it light and fluffy and sort of because they are quite i don't know they're fluffy but doughy it's hard to describe really but anyway so you mix the butter around first you just like cream it up a bit not like totally creamed Hmm. then you add all the sugar and you mix that we use a stand mixer but i mean if you've got stronger arms than me you could just do it with a yeah wooden spoon yeah (laughs) (laughs) um then you add the chocolate, combine that in, then add the dry ingredients, and then you mix that around until it's sort of like fine breadcrumbs. Then you add in the whisked eggs, mm. the last ingredient to go in. And you just mix that until it combines into a dough. That's when we added our extra liquid to bring it together. And then the original recipe, you're meant to weigh it out into 125 gram portions to make big, thick cookies yeah big thick boy cookies (laughs) thick boys yeah but that's that's a huge cookie and i would rather have like two smaller cookies than one huge one yeah really so we weighed them out to about 75 ish grams i mean i think there too it's also about how practical is having a massive cookie like that especially if half if part of the process is storing it in the freezer yeah yeah, so making 75 gram based ones is, I think, fine. Oh, absolutely. And because you are freezing them for at least 
an hour and a half, two hours. Mm. Usually, so how many do we make from that batch today? 18. 18. Yeah, so we might cook like six later, but yeah. we've still got another 12 that will yeah. last us for a while. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that you kind of do this mixing, you know, every few weeks or so, and but you've just constantly got cookies. <laughs> cookies for right. weeks. Yeah, exactly. Or at least for a week if you're, if you're <laughs> anything like us. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you want to bake them, you have to preheat the oven with the baking tray in the oven so that the baking tray is hot. Yeah. Um, you preheat it to 180 degrees Celsius with a fan. And then when you're ready to cook them, put the baking paper or your baking sheet onto the tray. And because the tray's already hot, that means that the bottom of the cookies crisp up really yeah. nicely and they don't need that long in the oven. Yeah. And I think, not I like cookies on the underdone side. Yeah. And I, I don't like think I've... Yeah. A little bit underdone, but not... So the, I, I, the perfect cookie ratio for me is a little bit of crunch on the outside mm. and soft and gooey on the inside. Yeah. I mean, I could like put them in the oven for a minute so that it's just like warm cookie dough and I'd Yeah. Yeah, happy. that's, that's <laughs> a bit too underdone for yeah, me. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think I normally cook them for about nine to eleven minutes. What does the original yeah. recipe say? It was fourteen, but that's for much bigger. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, okay. But um, I can link to the YouTube video in yeah. the description, the one that I got my recipe from. It's fun. Yeah. No, it was, and you know what? Incredibly delicious too. Well, yes. Yeah. They're a lovely cookie. It's um, and I feel like it's quite a bit easier than some other cookie recipes. Yeah. As well, and I just weigh everything into the mixing bowl, so there's not too much faffing about with extra bowls and things to clean after as well. Yum. It is yum. Thank you. 
why do you think everyone is faking at the moment? Especially well, in isolation. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we've been baking... We've always done a little bit of baking. Mm. We've never made pasta until this time. No, we just sort of spoke about it a lot. Yes. That's yeah. something we would like to do. Yeah. And we've never made scones until this time. No. We've made focaccia. And we haven't, oh, weirdly, yes. we haven't made focaccia whilst in ISO. <laughs> no. And that's one of our favourite things to make. Mm. One of the easiest things to make too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I guess it. it's a really basic thing that that humans have done since the beginning of time. Mm. Maybe, well, I guess some form of baking. Well, we of, have to eat. Yeah, I well, guess. exactly. And, and feeding ourselves. Yeah. But also feeding ourselves with not only things that are healthy, but things that make us feel happy and mm. release those endorphins. So things that are full of sugar and chocolate. You know, mm. I love the, when we were making those cookies just then. I don't know if you, I'm sure you caught me eat a little bit of the chocolate, but I just took gulps of it, like pieces. Michael. And there's, there was still enough. I'm sure of it. <laughs> that is what happened last time when I went to cook them and half of the block of chocolate was gone. I told you not to tell that story. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a good edit point. Uh, <laughs> but do you think it's because people have more time as well? Like we're not oh. commuting anywhere. And I know that a lot of news stories are sort of stating that we've got more time. Yeah, I don't do know we? if we do have more time. I'm That's something that has been run a lot in this time. I just don't. I mean, yeah, maybe we have a little bit more because the commute is, mm. isn't is there. But also people are working longer hours. You know, we know people who are, are having trouble turning off. Well, the day is just as tiring, if not more. Yes. Even though we're not going anywhere. Yes. And I think because you don't have that time in between. Mm. Like, that's the thing I noticed working is that I literally just walk into this room where we are right now. Yeah. Computer's ready to go, open up the classroom and speak to students for an hour. Mm-hmm. That I don't then do a bit of a debrief, write some notes, jump on a tram and come back home mm. where I can debrief from, from the couple of hours I've been teaching and then walk in the walk in our front door as a as my home self, sure. if you like, to separate out those identities. Yeah. Now you um, just have living room self and Yeah, literally. Self. Now it's living room self, back porch self. <laughs> um, my favourite self, I must say. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that self in a in a future episode <laughs> maybe. Um yeah, it's living room self, front room self, bedroom self. Uh, and kitchen self. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think obviously people are looking to break up the day a bit too, because I know, uh, people who are in casual employment and are still lucky enough to still be in casual employment Mm. or freelancers tend to break up their day a bit already Mm. being at home, baking something, 
making bread, mm. making pasta, making scones, making New York style chocolate chip cookies um, offers a way to, to break the day up, I guess. And it's also, I guess, um, us getting back to, to what I was saying before of like the, the basic yeah. kinds of things of what makes us human beings. Yeah. And I think something like baking where it is so tactile and we're using our hands, we're missing out on a huge form of that by not meeting up with friends and family. And Mm. I think I would definitely feel so much more isolated if I was still living by myself and not living with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, same. It's being able to knead dough and do things with your hands is, I guess, a nice... It's not... I mean, obviously, caressing some bread dough is a bit different <laughs> to caressing your lover's back, but... Hmm. Oh, you could do both. <laughs> <laughs> one hand on each. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a human, you know, need to touch and be close and... Yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought about it in that context of it's it's a lot about touch mm. and a lot about connecting with a with a texture that isn't something you connect with mm. a lot. And the sense of accomplishment from making something. Well, yeah. As well, like, you know, if you make something from scratch, you create it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. totally. Yeah, of course you're I... going to show off on Instagram about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why heaps of people are baking in particular, because often mm. that is from scratch. Yeah. And there's a beautiful yeah. end product as well that is, mm. you know, something that everyone can relate to. Because even if you haven't baked it yourself, you've bought it, you've tasted it. Someone's, you yeah. know, made it for you at another stage. Yeah. Um, I guess, so we're connecting with those, the more... Uh, I don't know, our more base in instincts, mm. if you like, in terms of the need to, to feed ourselves, um, but also finding where joy is along that process too. I do wonder whether people feel a pressure mm. to make food. You know, you're scrolling through Instagram, everybody's making bread, everybody's baking cakes, often yeah. for one person. Um <laughs> I kind of look at it a bit and think, oh, I mean, that looks nice. And I thankfully don't feel the pressure then to think, oh, shit, I've got to go and make some bread so I can post up on Insta. Mm. Um, But I know plenty of people would feel that pressure. Oh, well, the ingredients for those cookies, we've had them in the cupboard for two weeks and I've been thinking about making them for a fortnight. Yeah, but oh, sometimes it's just, you know, hard to, you know, get the motivation to, to or even to make dinner, you know. Yeah. Looking into the pantry to see what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, often I look into the pantry and, like, logically, there is probably oh, it's enough. Full. There's, it's yeah. not empty. Yeah. It's never going to be empty. No, I mean, you um, can always rustle something up. And there's probably enough to make quite a nice meal. But there's just... <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> sort of, baby. 
but yeah, sometimes, and maybe this goes along with the exhaustion that we are feeling more so of now anyway, uh, that you look at all this food and you think, I can't make, make sense of Mm. all of these ingredients here. You know Huge what? sense of overwhelm. Yes, yes. The sense of overwhelm is is a lot bigger than I thought it would be mm. in terms of um, getting ready for dinner because yeah. your days feel longer. Mm-hmm. You know, everything feels harder and longer. Yes. Even though also they're not. Like you're not moving as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I know when you ask me, oh, what do you want to have for dinner tonight at, you know, 2 p.m. in the afternoon? And I'm always like, I can't even think about that right now. Yeah, that's on me, though. I'm putting <laughs> added pressure on you. Exactly. Much, like, well before. I mean, I'm always thinking about dinner, maybe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, no, that one's on me. But I guess, I mean, thank God for things like Deliveroo and Uber Eats and... Mm. And other deliveries. And thank God for them in the sense that they offer small businesses now mm. um, space to still be able to operate and still be able to do what they do. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And in those moments of overwhelm. Yeah, when you've been thinking about making dinner since 6 o'clock and <laughs> all of a sudden it's 7.30 and it's too late to yeah. cook something up. It's... Yeah. And you're struggling to think logically about it, but it's much nicer it's a lot to, easier to to order a no contact delivery. Yes. yes, but I was thinking to like there's foods that we used to get when we mm-hmm. first moved into to where we're living now. Yeah, uh, that I know we haven't got in quite a while, and I'm really sorry about that. I miss onion bhaji. Yes. so much. Yeah, the, there is a great curry place near near us, mm. um, and I've recently kind of discovered that onions and garlic do some pretty messed up things to my gut. You're being a little bit dramatic, but... <laughs> well, look, they don't agree with me. <laughs> yeah, they don't agree with you. They do make me feel... I love the taste, and I miss the taste so much. I miss garlic especially, although... You can get garlic-flavoured oil and stuff, and we've been making do with that. Mm. Uh, but I do miss onion. Like, I miss onion bhaji. And that was a oh. new thing to me anyway. Like, I only discovered that in the oh, last two years. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could go back and we could just have some spinach pakora instead. Mm. Mm. Um, or maybe a bag of onion bhaji for me <laughs> and some pakora for you. <laughs> So you just want to go back for yourself because you just miss that onion bhaji so much. Well, I mean, I can make dal myself and I can make an okay curry. Like, I'm not, yeah. it's no when oh, you're as good. You can make a great curry. It's not authentic, though. Look, it's not curry cafe no, style curry. No, it's not. But... But, and I really can't emulate the onion bhaji. And no. Yeah, I, I miss it. I miss it a lot, Michael. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Eleanor. It's okay. I mean, I still... We still get to have pizza and that is my other fave. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Thank you, baby. Oh, nice crunch. Mm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Happy with that? Mm. No. Yeah, they're not bad. I think they're great. They're slightly. Overly done around the edges, but you probably think they're mm. perfect. That crunch. Oh. <laughs> I'm all here for the crunch. Beautiful. You just do a compilation of crunches. Well, that's it for today. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back here in a fortnight's time with another edition of the isolation podcast you can listen to this on spotify or apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from stop it <laughs> it could just be the crunch podcast no we're too far into Yes, maybe conveniently <laughs> there is nothing in the pantry. We'll see.